0: to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive. Amen. Humans were born to fellowship with Him, with God, and He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. Everyone who makes it to heaven will fellowship with the only true God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to be your children. Jesus, thank you for ever, for saving us, for coming to the earth as a man. Thank you for sacrificing for us even today, praying and interceding and and doing the same things that you you've done you did when you were on the earth as a man. And thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we welcome you and acknowledge that you are God. The glory of the Lord is the Lord himself the only true God and he is the, Jesus said the Lord the Lord God is one This is in Mark 12:29 Jesus said Hear O Israel the Lord our God the Lord is one and he was quoting Deuteronomy So the Lord God Almighty the great and awesome God, Jehovah, and His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit are all one. That's an eternal revelation, okay? Number two, humans were born to fellowship with Him. That's, that's also an eternal revelation that God would even offer Himself for one moment to, to a person and yet he offers himself fully to every person for eternity. And so someone could stop listening to this message right now, that's the answer. That's the literally for every person on the earth. I'm very excited to continue this series called The Secret Place. Jesus said, "Pray to your Father who's in the secret place." That's another eternal revelation. I keep saying that phrase because everything in our most holy faith, when we meet the Holy Spirit, we will realize everything in our faith is, a, is an eternal revelation and is so wonderful. I mentioned something yesterday. It very well could be that even someone who... Well, we, we could say it this way someone who lives for a billion years on the earth in the presence of the Lord. They have just begun their eternity and it would be like drinking one small glass of water compared to all the oceans of the of the earth multiplied times infinity. Like there's no... So I want to continue to, sit, to say these things to build hunger in anyone who will listen, to encourage you and and, and as I've mentioned before, I want to keep this 98% positive, super positive like because that's, that's the real the full gospel is Jesus and his father offer an eternal celebration and he offers everything a person dreams of most people don't know that they don't realize that it is hidden from them it's a secret to them um and and it's a secret and it's hidden in in many different ways like we see in, in Jesus spoke about this this subject often. I mean, he said the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. Hide and hidden is in that short revelation twice. And then Jesus said, pray to your father who's in the secret place. He mentioned secret twice. Your father who hears in secret. Many, many other ways that Jesus spoke about this. And it was even, you might say, the foundation of His what of, of his entire, really, ministry. You say, how is that? Well, the, the disciples early in His ministry said, why do you speak in parables? He said, to you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it's not been given. But yet, God's available to every person. I want to emphasize that, you know, Back to what I was saying earlier, it, it, it is true that there are, when we find Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit, there's, there's unlimited potential. Someone has discovered treasure. Um, and what I'm about to say the point that I want to try to make is beyond words. That's what I want to emphasize. For all eternity, those who make it to heaven, what God has given them will be beyond words. And so what happens is when we meet Him, all we want to do is walk with, walk with Him, serve Him, know Him, worship Him. Amen. Um, learn from Him. And much, much infinitely more. And that's how we know him, that's how we do ministry. Amen. amen. It's I want to read famous verse. This is first Corinthians two: nine. but as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him but God has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of God so that's another takeaway from this if you don't have time to listen to the rest of this message you know again that's the answer you know Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit for every person in the world. Jesus is the answer. Unsaved people—they must have Jesus Christ. Their eternal destiny is at stake. Uh, a timeout. This is wonder in reality. My name is Jim. I want to clarify something that is important. If you've listened to mes- these messages, I've been. Sp- speaking some about the Beatitudes and, and um, also the first revelation, the first sentence in the Beatitudes, Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. A great man of God, I just heard him teach that, you know, one a main aspect of this is what poor in spirit means is someone who recognizes their spiritual poverty you know, without God, we're nothing, right? I mean, we, and um, I've been saying also that it's someone who is a spiritual beggar, you know, there. So it's related to that. So I want to just add that, you know, that's so important. That's the first, it could be argued that that's Jesus' first teaching, public teaching, and the very first revelation in the teaching. Blessed are those who realize their spiritual poverty. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I want to emphasize Jesus offers everything a person dreams of, and he offers everything. You know, if we list some of the main things, we really shouldn't list them. He offers eternal life. Everlasting life. That's what humans were created for and to do. It's the most wonderful, glorious celebration. And contained within that is literally what people dream of. We see that in the world, people are seeking. What are they seeking? They want to enjoy, right? And be happy. And find fulfillment. They want. Most people want those things, right? They enjoy, have fun, um, fulfillment. They want happiness. That's what Jesus offers. Unsaved people want those things. That's how God made them. The the, the beatitudes. The um, that Greek word. It's blessed in in most translations. It could be happy, translated happy, favored, fortunate, and rich. And so, if we look at some of the other things Jesus offers um, rest, okay? He said, come unto me all you that labor and I will give you rest. He mentioned rest twice in that passage. Joy, peace, fulfillment, harmony, complete fulfillment. You say, where is that? He said, He who drinks this water will never thirst. The living water, never thirst for, you know, and so much more. I mean, so I mean, and now also, it's potentially joy unspeakable and perfect peace. But let me go back to the simplicity. That's something I want to to emphasize. And again, I will try to be brief to make this point in as short a time as po- possible. It's simple for every person on the earth receiving all these wonderful things, knowing God, knowing finding all the uh, finding eternal life. Simple, simple, so simple. I truly believe someone never doesn't have to have a Bible or hear all these wonderful things that have been revealed, especially in modern times. So I I mentioned this the other day, but I want to repeat it. Two groups of people. Group number one, people who've heard the gospel. Group number two, people who have not. Okay? Millions of people, in fact, even billions in both groups. And finding all that God offers, it's the exact same for both groups. We see today that even with all modern technology and, and the gospel is very prevalent in the world, and so forth, I mean so much more I could say about that. That the Bible's available. We even have testimonies specifically of people who have been to heaven, been to hell, all and yet 30% of people in the world are Christians, Catholics and many of those it could be argued that even most of that group do not believe in that that spirit realm and the heaven and i mean they believe in heaven right and but but essentially to get down to the really just a to explain this most people stay in the born again phase and they will not understand his glory, his his majesty and the spirit realm or and, and all the wonderful things that, you know, the the glory of heaven and angels and just so much more. Hell and the five places, they just won't get it. That's just a fact. That that's um and the reason I say this is even in that thirty percent many, many people do not believe these things. That's the key word. Believe. But for the second group, in that second group, again, again, people who've never heard the gospel, we don't know what percentage of those are saved, right? Especially because many of those people lived, you know, in past centuries, and there was no technology to figure out, find out okay what percentage of people are saved i know i'm being kind of technical here but today it's amazing that we have the technology to find out yes 30% of people are category, category in the category of christian catholic and and so, okay something i want to hone in on is is faith and believe and it's a wonderful topic. It's misunderstood. When someone goes directly to God, when they realize their spiritual poverty, they have spiritual hunger, they go to Him directly, He, he will give them the faith. They already have the faith. God's given every person a measure of faith. And all they need to do is just trans, transfer that to believing in Him. Simple. And And here Jesus revealed something so stunning and and such a revelation an eternal revelation in the in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus he revealed that even if someone rises from the dead and goes to these people they still won't believe that's incredible i mean that proves that well, it proves much you know, beyond our human comprehension, but that probably reveals that many, many objections that people have do not, cannot stand as, uh, uh, you know, as objections in any way. So we could almost say, and I just want to say this in reverence, you can test this. You know, if you're saved and you have the Holy Spirit, you have the gift of discernment. Um, That for those in group number two who never heard the gospel, never heard about Jesus Christ, okay, even if someone rose. And and again, we don't know what percentage of them believe, right, And, and are saved and will make it to heaven. But even if someone rose from the dead and went to them and told them, if they didn't already believe, then they wouldn't believe even if someone rose from the dead. And this also, I think this this reveals that there's the elect and then there's those that are not in the elect. Now, a mystery of the kingdom. I want to mention this. I've mentioned it before. God wants to save everyone. He's not willing that any perish. He's not willing that any miss heaven and end up in hell. He want, I mean that's incredible. He, Jesus died for the world, for God so loved the world, that whoever believes, whosoever believes. And, and so it's the anointing that can, that breaks the yoke and that allows that it's only through the anointing that people can get saved and will get saved. And Jesus even said it, you people only believe if you see signs and wonders. So it even takes that almost. I mean, we see this pattern. I just, I don't want to be negative. But we see a pattern that we as humans, we we are like sheep. We've all gone astray. There's no one righteous. No one who does good. No, It's only through the love of God, His mercy and grace, and through Jesus Christ, that we are saved, you know, and and so another way that we could look at this is we, in in modern times, we are so fortunate, you know, to have the Bible and people uh, testimonies of people who have been to heaven and hell, and testimonies about the spirit realm, and and so much more, and just in, these incredible. But they are. But again, even in that category, people today. Um. They have access to all of this. They have the we have the Bible, which has so much about heaven, hell, and the spirit realm and yet they don't believe. One more thing I do want to mention. I'll try to finish with this today. Something I did not say yesterday. I I basically, and again, these are, you know, really um, secrets, mysteries of the kingdom that, that let's get to the main thing jesus christ the lamb slain from the foundation of the world and so god knew the enemy would fall he knew that man would also fall and one thing i did not mention in that please listen to yesterday's message if you have not but so some of the main takeaways why did god create mankind well one one reason is he created man to destroy the enemy forever. Um, Jesus Christ destroyed the enemy on the cross. Amen. And He said, it is finished. Also, God created man. We know now humans were born to fellowship with Him. He created man to... I mean, this is a holy, sacred, glorious truth beyond our human comprehension, beyond too wonderful for us that He created humans to be His children. To live forever in His home. In heaven. To, to fellowship with them. Amen. I mean it... Glory to God. Now, I did not mention that because the enemy Got his authority back from a man, so God gave Adam the authority over the earth and dominion over the earth that the enemy had lost. So because a man lost it, a man had to come and get it back from the enemy. And Jesus Christ is that man. That's a famous verse that you know that Jesus is the second Adam. Now we know Jesus Christ is literally God Almighty and the Son of God. And it took, but he and this is again one of the great mysteries of the Kingdom of Heaven is that Jesus was fully man and so He defeated the enemy man to man. Well, the enemy got, a great man of God teaches about this, okay, that the enemy got that authority from a man, right Adam? Well, it had to be a man that defeated the enemy and got that authority back, and Jesus was fully man. So that that's something really wonderful, and we see that that Jesus, in in his passion and in, he chose as a man, even though he was God, he chose as a man to go through with his passion, to to die, for, bleed for the world, die for the world, and he prayed three times that he might not have to do that. He could have failed. And that's not something that I... That's something that I have heard from this you know, great teacher. One of the best Bible teachers in the world. I'm not saying his name, but he's still alive on the earth. I don't want to say his name because he's he'll get credit in heaven. But this is a really powerful truth that... Um and so if someone wonders, well, why is it that Jesus Christ had to die for the world and had to um, as as a man, well, there's much about that, of course, but I know i'm I'm presenting some again, you might say epic truths, but I just want to emphasize how wonderful these things are and how this is how much God loves the world and reveals His love and mercy and His nature. The the indisputable proof of God's love for the world is revealed in the sacrifice of Jesus. Also, let me finish with this. Um, Please visit our website, wonderreality.org. A lot of free content. Most of our websites are on the home page. There's descriptions of Jesus Christ and and a few of heaven on the home page. And there's a list of the wonderful things Jesus does. And we've added to the list. Jesus sacrifices. That was not on the list. Um, Just as He sacrificed when He was a man on earth, Jesus is the same today. I mean, you know what's amazing—that He's the Lord God Almighty. He reveals the Lord God Almighty, and He serves and sacrifices and He gives and He's blesses, and it's just so inc- awesome that you know that that if people wonder well, what is God like, and this is what you know. Amen, amen. So, thank you for listening today. Blessings.